Welcome to Card Slingers, coming to you coast to coast. Hi, I'm Jamie Elford from Portland, Oregon, representing the West Coast. I'm Melissa Sonova, speaking to you from the Midwest here in St. Louis. And I'm Hillary, the New Yorker. We're going to talk about what we like about the cards. And what we don't like. What we're learning. And what we're teaching. It's all about slinging them cards. Every single thing that I say is worth recording and writing down. So. <laughs> Word. Well, I'm oh, so Hillary. full of myself. My eyes are brown. Uh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so. That's a good question, I, though, because my eyes are brown. Hillary, your eyes are brown? No, my eyes are technically speaking hazel, but they're mostly green, but they will mm-hmm. change color depending on what I wear. So, 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 Melissa, so Melissa and I have brown eyes. That means we're full of shit. And Hillary yes. occasionally is full of shit. Yes. 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 I <laughs> so think I that's the that translation. Hillary's, yeah. Hillary's the wisest of us all. Because... <laughs> yeah, that's, that's science uh, according to the card slingers. You know what that means, Jamie, Wait, is that no. you're my twin flame because we have the oh same my color God. eyes. I, and oh, my that God. Oh, my God. That's right. What does it mean to have a twin flame? It means that you're the only person in the world that that I can love. It means that if, if you lose me, I'm destined to be alone forever. And the tarot readers can spy on one or the other of us. If we ever break up, is that what that means? Is that what I guess? I, I, I guess, I mean, Jesus, screw our partners, right? I mean, you and I are made for each other. Uh, where do we exactly. want to move? Do you want to move in with this me is... and have Kendra yeah. go in with, with Joe? I yeah, mean, I it's, think it's that's obvious. The best. It's obvious we were destined. I mean, we can also kick Hillary out, but you know, I think that we she might be our tarot reader who's going to spy on us. You know, and make sure right. we're on the level. You know, this is this is not an episode that I signed up for. I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna 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 go. I'm gonna see my way out of this conversation. That's fine. I mean, this is an A and B. This is an A and B conversation, and I'm gonna see my way out. Oh my god! Yeah, for the record i guess or spoiler alert none of our i don't believe in twin flamage um unless it's like online flame wars <laughs> but yeah <laughs> I, I i don't know how about you it. two yep oh um, god great intro though oh my god what a fantastic way to you know to segue into a topic yes I, yes i find um, the concept so- of twin flames to be manipulative um, ding, ding, ding. Ding, 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 because it it presumes that the person that you are or were with is the only person that you can or will be with and it also presumes that there's only one partner out there for all of us which yeah. that's uh, a little daunting it really is and what it does like i i had a lot of calls it's mostly younger folks thank god um because people around our age are pretty much like they know the deal but it takes advantage of younger people who maybe just had their first mm-hmm. love and it ended Yep, and they're tragically heartbroken and they call us and throw money at us and beg to let us, please, is he, is he coming back? Is that, when is he coming back? And they'll wait and wait and wait mm-hmm. because um, someone will tell them it's your twin flame. Yeah. yeah how, it'll come how does back. it? So, so like, you know, as a child, as a Gen X, a child of the eighties, 
Um, I would say that today's Twin Flames stuff, is that akin to soulmates? Because back then, you know, it was similar except with the term soulmate Mm -hmm. where you only have one and if you're lucky, you'll find them and na, 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 na. And so, you know, I, I kind of attribute I'm gonna look it flames up. as kind of a more advanced version of that soulmate bullshit because Liz mm-hmm. is right you know um at, in high school you know with the with the uh uh what do we call that the new age movement um in the 80s it was like you know it hooked us as teens you know horoscopes you know were big that you know that's when we started playing seriously with divination tools and I think with most junior high students in high school, it would be, yeah, romance, mm-hmm. whether it was cishet or otherwise, or, you know, how do I get better grades? <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. at least that's what I played with. And finding someone, like my first boyfriend almost killed me because that's, you know, that's what set off a lot of the suicidal depression I had was that ending because I thought, well, this is it. I'm never going to have somebody mm-hmm. else in my life because, you know, life is hard. And it convinces you. Yeah. It convinces you that because this ended and because this this idea of one true love is still existing, then it convinces you that your story has ended, your romance has ended. That's it. Mm. That's it. Mm. So I'm trying to look up the differences. I'm trying to look up the differences uh between soulmate or twin flame and soulmate. Um I think soulmate according to the google um is kind of what i think of when i think of like the the concept of kindred spirits if you've ever mm-hmm. read uh mm-hmm. Anne of green gables um you know that term kindred spirits um because you know a soulmate can be platonic it doesn't have to be romantic so i would consider both of you soulmates to me because Aww. they're that's that it's that I it indicates too. that connection but twin flame is apparently, hold on, let me find the definition. On the other hand, a twin flame is a kind of relationship where the same soul is cut into two or a mirror oh. of each other. It, and it, um, this is one soul that shares an intense connection because they mirror each other's weaknesses, emotional damages, and insecurities. So your twin flame isn't always your per- perfect match. Because you two can bring out the negative sides to each other. However, you do learn a lot from each other. Now, I can understand that definition, but I also want to emphasize like this concept of soulmates, kindred spirits, twin flames. It's just like that doesn't mean that you're meant to be with that person permanently. It could mean that this person is just a big old lesson that you need to learn because. I'm not with my considered twin flame or my soulmates, um, mm-hmm. not in the strictest definition of the of the word. I definitely had that kind of relationship. But when we were talking before about um, how it can be a humongous excuse for bad behavior, mm-hmm. um, definitely, <laughs> definitely, 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 because I had to make so many excuses this person that was my twin flame um and and i thought it was like a disaster like if we were in love we were in love and everything was really really good but when things were bad they were really really bad and it felt I like mean, the it, universe was imploding and that's and, not love 
you can't oh, really wow. see it while you're in it because you're like, oh, it's a field of red poppies, it's not red flags. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> or or you it's deliberately fine. walk into that field of red flags and 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 know that it's not healthy. However, this person's my my twin. This person's my equal half. So it, they must be telling me something that's wrong with me. That's kind of like what happened to me. You know, well, it must be me. It must be me. You know, and people do that. It's not just like the cis uh the cis uh women that do it. You know, it can be either gender or any gender. It's it's how we're wired and, and what we're being fed by the other person, you know, and like, I know it sounds like all I know all of us have probably been in toxic, you know, uh, romantic relationships what? or even toxic friendships. I've been in both. Oh, yeah. I've had toxic friendships and I've had toxic, you know, or, and toxic family. I mean, let's talk about that. Like yeah. I, I was told yeah. because I was adopted by a certain by my family that I kind of owed it to them. And Oof. Yeah, I had some weird stuff like, you know, but this is the only, you know, mother you'll ever know or something. And I'm like, uh, it's still toxic. It's still not mm -hmm. good. It's still there. Are, you know, something I am hugely going through uh, therapy for. Mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. to and then you have to also hardwiring. Right. And then also you have to learn how to how to parent yourself, too, when mm -hmm. that happens. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think, you know. I hate the concept of twin flames. I hate the concept of soulmates because I think it really um, creates excuses. It creates excuses mm -hmm. for a person's bad behavior. And it's just like, oh, well, that's my soulmate. Mm -hmm. That's my twin flame. Therefore, you know, let me excuse this person from playing video games on their handheld game device at a, at a family dinner because they are uncomfortable with making conversation. That happened. <laughs> that wow. happened. So it's just like I can and I can understand that. I don't doubt that. But at the same time, this is the same person who is who was incredibly charismatic and could mm -hmm. talk to any person in the room. It was just right. an excuse. So right. you know, and, and there's also narcissism, love bombing, all of this kind of stuff. Yep. Like we excuse so much because this person is supposedly our twin flame. Mm-hmm. And I think that it's from our perspective, from a tarot reader's perspective, we always we all joke about um, will they come back? That's what right. we joke about, right? I mean, because look at, we look get at a the lot memes that spell out, and then we have him. the memes of you know dump <laughs> him with the cards or right. dump them. You know? Will they come back? Is something that we we all get. We all get the phone calls, and what I always tell people is that you don't miss this person. You miss who you were when you met this person you miss yourself mm -hmm. because they're you're making excuses for them you're exhausted trying to make everything work you're trying to raise an adult you know and you can't raise you can't raise grown people they're already raised you can't mm -hmm. uh break people that you didn't fix you can't do any of that stuff but the idea that this will be the last person you ever loved i'd fight like hell too I would yeah. spend any amount of money on any tarot reader to tell me that God forbid, if something would happen to me and Joe, that, that he would come back. I would pay right. any amount of money. And it's driven by that idea that, or I'll be alone. Right. You know? And I, the love is there and the missing you is there, but the, the biggest part of it is fear. And yeah. we can't move forward on fear-based um, assumptions. It's not good for us. It's, yeah. It's hard. I mean, like, you know, Western culture makes it a habit 
you know, again, the twin soulmates, the twin flames, that you cannot be alone. You can never be alone. And alone teaches us so much about who we are as a person, as a individual, you know, um, as, you know, it, it develops our personality, it develops our identities. And it's that solid identity that allows us to make these meaningful connections, healthy relationship connections to friends, family, and potential lovers. You know, right. I mean, right. I, you know, even my current relationship, I am not enough for Kendra sometimes, um, you know, in that department because I'm ace. Just saying that I'm asexual, mm -hmm. you know, that should clue in people what I'm talking about, you know. Yeah. But it's one of those things where we talked about solutions and, you know, I pull cards around it sometimes as well for personal use, for reflection and for stability even to make sure that, you know, this is still okay. I mean, we even joked at our last, um, 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 what do you call that when you get our marriage, you know, day, God, right. our anniversary. anniversary, Jesus there Christ. <laughs> menopause sucks y'all menopause fucking sucks you know yeah my anniversary you know i looked at her i said so are we still happy with one each other thumb up thumb you know you yeah. know hand kind of flat thumbs down do we want to keep going thumbs up yeah okay good we're still married you know i mean it's as simple yeah, as wow, that's, that's so awesome can i just say how awesome that is because like i didn't even think of that as like something to do when you're celebrating your anniversary, like the check-in, like, do we still want we to do be that? Married? Like, that's so cool. We call it so our cool. state of the union address. Um, yeah. How is our union right now? How are we doing right now? And we can't ignore the fact that oh, some people are polyamorous. So how mm -hmm. would a twin flame address the fact that you have two partners? I have two partners and I love them both. That doesn't exclude anybody. That doesn't mean that one of them is fake. It just mm -hmm. is. I, I can right. love as many people as my art and Google Calendar will allow. And uh, <laughs> well, it's not just that. It's it's also um, you know how much your brain can allow because yes, I turned you know, thirty. I got overwhelmed. I had to stop. Yeah, yeah. I, I can't help it. I'm just cute. <laughs> I tried. Melissa's three. got the 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 line of people that she's like Next. exactly. No. <laughs> Running out the so door. Like, yeah, you'll do. You'll do. Okay, <laughs> you'll do Let's for see. you'll do for up until Sunday. Okay, we'll do. We'll <laughs> dance and play until Sunday, and then next, <laughs> dude. Google Calendar works. Um. <laughs> anyway, I think that I think what we're trying yeah, to to say is that uh, we don't want anybody, any of our listeners, to be fooled by this concept that you have to have mm -hmm. one perfect person, or you'll be alone for the rest of your life. Because that's really what they're saying. You know, yeah, and and it's so scary. Like half of the the readings that I give, I start them out by saying, first of all, you're not going to die alone, and cats will not eat your face because it's such a pervasive fear that you're going to be alone. First of all, alone is not a bad thing, oh. and being independent is not a bad thing. It can be scary, but so can being partnered. Partner being partnered can be just as scary as being alone. You know. It's just a different yeah. kind of fear. It's different situations that you fear. So I don't want any of our listeners to feel that they have to take anybody up on their twin flame terror reading for only $100 um, to see if they missed their chance at their one true love or if they're mm -hmm. still out there somewhere and they just have to have hope. Because if you don't have hope, you're not going to find them because that's your fault too. 
you know, and all of them place fault on the person who just wants to find someone to hold hands Mm -hmm. with. So I'm and that's not fair. Yeah. How do you to uh, I mean, like we're kind of I mean, this is still tangential to what we're talking about. But how do you deal? I mean, neither one of us offer that one hundred dollars or any of us offer that one hundred dollars special, you know, for Twin Flames. But again, relationship ratings are probably, you know, in some cases, 50 percent to 60 percent of what people want to know with tarot. So how do we deal with the, either the twin flame seekers or relationships in general? What what do we do? Um, well, I quote, I quote from Melissa all the time, exactly what she said before about, um, especially if the five of cups comes up in, in the reading where it's just like, you don't miss the person you missed who you were when you were with the person. I, I, I'm sorry, Melissa, like I quote you all the time. As when, I said, um, most jewels that fall from my mouth. Should need to be recorded. <laughs> no, sorry, I shouldn't be saying this to her during Sagittarius season uh, no. when we're recording. But, yep. <laughs> but that is, but that is such a powerful concept too, or a reframe where it's just like, like it, it takes like it takes away the power from the person that's you know sitting in the chair, basically asking for the reading and saying. When are they going to come back? Da, 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 da. And it's like, it's all about, it's all out of their control, right? So it's just like having that reframe to come back and be like, no, 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 this is more about you and your feelings and how you mm-hmm. felt with that person versus not being with that person than about mm-hmm. whether or not they're going to come back. Because you and I both know we can't control that. Yeah. Right. And then I'll also say to people when they're asking me about relationships, I'm just like, that's not my specialty. Mm -hmm. I can do it. I will do it. You'll probably get an accurate reading, but um, it's going to probably be harsh. Do you want to proceed? Because that's the kind of reader that I am. And I think we did do an episode about like, give us your gentle honesty, I think was the name Mm -hmm. of the episode where we like try and raise things, you know, with a little bit more grace and, you know, kindness. Um, But at the same time, I also know that I'm not a reader who sugarcoats. And I thought that it used to be a weakness, but now I realize that it's a strength. And just because I'm Mm -hmm. giving harsh information doesn't necessarily mean I have to do it unkindly. Right. (laughs) Right. And the way that I deal with it is by being completely honest with the person and saying, um, I, what if, what if instead of looking or seeking or searching, what if you dated yourself for a while? What if mm. you took all of that energy and all of that wanting and wishing for good things, instead of placing them on a person that you don't even know yet, or somebody that's broken your heart, what if you took all of that love and pointed it inwards and dated yourself for the next year or so? And oftentimes I'll ground people from sex or relationships. And I'm like, yeah, you need to heal. You need, you are on a sex embargo for the next six months. No entrada, right? Um, <laughs> lo siento. Yep. <laughs> and people don't low. like that very much, but I'm like, what it's are you going to offer them? You're broken, jagged bits. And right. then your broken, jagged bits will rush up against their broken, jagged bits. And then you'll both be bleeding. That sounds like a great idea, right. you know? So that I'm just, I'm just very honest. And I I truly think that everybody should spend time dating themselves. I think it's important um, to learn how to be alone and to learn how to take care of yourself emotionally, 
and physically all of the stuff. Um, mm-hmm. And the book that I'm writing right now, uh, I'm talking about how to set boundaries because a lot of people were raised without strong boundaries in their lives. Um, and I cannot stress enough how important it is to learn where your emotional boundaries lie because that is that will tell you if you figure out where your emotional boundaries are with people if they're way out of whack for one person maybe that's something to look at because if you let them you can call them red flags or boundary crossing whatever you call it if they're traipsing on your boundaries like it's a fucking carpet that's a problem you know and um and until you start dating yourself and you can be really aware of how much energy you're putting into different relationships versus how much you're getting back from them. And you notice that deficit, you know, that's when you do something about it because you're paying attention instead of yeah. wondering and wishing. Yeah. Cause sometimes you don't pay attention. Right. And then you're just yeah. like, you're feeling that something is off and you're just like, why do I feel like something is off? And then when you do pay attention to the give and the take, and you're just like, why am I constantly exhausted when I'm around this person? And this can work for r- romantic relationships or not. It's just like, if you're constantly exhausted in the presence of somebody else, think about what your boundaries are and think about what they're giving versus what they're taking, you know, or what you, yeah, what they're giving versus mm-hmm. what they're taking. Yeah. <laughs> Damn, lots of truth bombs. Yeah. I mean, I love it for though. Sure. I mean, it does, you know, and boundaries are hard. Take it from somebody that's had, that grew up with rules. So, you know, I, I am that boundary crosser or the the red flag person where it has to be crossed or touched or pushed first before I go, oh shit, that's a yeah. fucking boundary. <laughs> don't touch. Don't, don't do <laughs> yeah. that again. But like for me, when I, when I have done festival readings, because that's where I mostly engage with many relationship, quick relationship readings and stuff. I'm like, number one, this isn't going to be something quick. You know, mm-hmm. number two, I find out where they are in a relationship. Are they seeking? Because uh, those that are seeking romance are quite different than those that are mm-hmm. already engaged in a romance who either want to, you know, pull out of the relationship. Haha, I said pull out or, you know, want to continue or, you know, <laughs> advance something. Right. So like for those that are seeking, I might pull cards um, around like what qualities they might want to look for this time, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. or. Find some boundary issues. Like uh, sometimes us professionals can judge when it's about the person versus the uh, the the other, the seeker, you know, who they're yeah. trying to find romantically or, you know, in general. And there will be times where I'm like, you're not supposed to seek right now. Again, focus on the boundaries or focus on that self-love. You have to heal first over something. Right. You know, yep. versus, you know, pushing it. And if they're in relationships, you know, that's where like... I like to say a true reading begins because that's where you learn about the boundaries. That's where you learn about, well, what can I do differently versus they do differently? Or how can we bl- come back together at a, you know, at a time and continue to thumbs up our relationship versus, you know, thumbing down it, you know? So that's, um, that is such like, like, do you know of a lot of people that do that or are people just starting to realize that they can do that? Like, like the state of the union kind of thing where yeah. it's just like, I don't know. Like it's so much more mature than just being like, oh, mm-hmm. okay, my pants are on fire for this person now, you know? And it's just like, and the reason yeah. why my pants are on fire is because I'm deeply unhappy in my relationship. So instead of talking mm-hmm. about it and being an adult about it, where it's just like, yeah. I'm not happy, let's work on our relationship. 
most people are serial monogamous and they will just jump to the next relationship. I used to be that way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, like we're we're I think like for Jenna, we're taught, you know, the one the one one cis het normative relationship, you know, boom, 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 and with Kendra and and our lives, you know, that stuff in our life has happened, and I can't get into it because, of course, it involves Kendra. Um, you know, where we we got out of that cycle, you know, we aren't yeah. the cis het normative, we we aren't, you know. We're, we, we've expanded and explored certain things in our lives mm-hmm. and in our romance. Yeah. Like, you know, we are more connected because we talk. And yeah, I mean, like the emotional body. Oh, my God. New relationship energy. You might all hear it as NRE. That shit is strong. You know, it's like, yeah. you know, whether it's, it's a drug. Physical for, it is. It really is. <laughs> it's, it's a drug. All the endorphins. Yeah, yes. it's it's you want to feel that. And if your current partner doesn't make you feel that you kind of like, I'm going to put you in the corner for now because I'm going to go chase this this high. Right. And, you know, yeah. but what happens when that is just that is just a, a fan, not necessarily a fantasy, but a, you know, it, a a small hit or, you know, a your relationship thing like, or something. Um, yeah. Uh, it, I always see it as the lover's card where you just zoom right off that cliff together. Yep. Got to yeah. land at some point, and at that point, you have to hope that you have a two of cups somewhere in that reading, so that you can normalize into Boom. a regular relationship with with mm-hmm. burst of oxytocin instead of just mm-hmm. flying crazy um, off the cliff. You know, and I think we and, discussed um, that in our lovers episode yeah. too. That you know, we, it's an NRE. It's that ideal, yeah. and the two of cups is more grounded. It's that you know that that more to me it's a more true love you know than the ideal because my ideals are so high that you know i'm i have to remind myself no (laughs) you know yeah what's in my head isn't gonna be in reality i think that's like a great reminder too considering we are three tarot readers and most of the time people are listening to us for the tarot knowledge like looking out for those cards when you're doing a relationship reading as an indication of whether or not like, like the, I've already written about this several times where the two of cups, I want to see the two of cups. I don't want to see the lovers mm-hmm. when they're talking right. about a relationship reading, especially one that's meant to last because I think the lover's card can be indicative of that twin flame soulmate seeking energy versus right. the two of cups, which is more of a, a real, I guess, a real soulmate kind mm-hmm. of thing, where it's like you're vibing yeah. with this person on many levels. That doesn't necessarily mean it's a soulmate, but I think it's a much more healthy mm-hmm. energy than um, the the lover's card because the lover's card, it's just like you can't sustain that kind of energy really in a real quote unquote relationship. Dude, that would tire me at almost it's exhausting. That would yeah. fucking tire me out. I don't, I mean, I, I can't chase that high, you know, yeah. that I, you know, I chasing that high in high school almost killed me, you know, yeah. it's, it's hard, you know, it's, it's yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. Like, I'm just thinking about like my past relationship and like everything that I did wrong right. and all the excuses I made. And oh my God, it's like, oh, I feel such compassion for my past self. And, you know, I hope, I hope if you're listening to this episode, you feel compassion for your your past self and your past relationships Mm -hmm. and your past decisions. Cause it's like, 
Honey, you were young and stupid. We all were. Yeah. And maybe (laughs) consider yourself your twin flame. Maybe consider the fact that you're recalling all of those pieces of yourself that you lost and putting yourself back together so that you Mm -hmm. can be one true flame instead of scattered. Mm. I love that. I think that's a great way to end this episode is, yep. So thanks everybody for listening. Be your own twin flame. I guess I'll add one more thing. If you are suicidal and you need help, reach out. Therapy does help. You can fire the therapist if they don't help you and, you know, use the Trevor Project for a self-help hotline and find local self-help hotlines because the uh, the other one sometimes isn't that good. The national one, at least here in the States. And we love you. And thank you for being our podcast twin flame. Aww. Aww. Oh, nice. Thank you so much for joining us uh, at Cardslingers Coast to Coast. You can check out more episodes at cardslingerscc.podbeam.com. And please send us your questions at cardslingerscc at gmail.com. We'll see you next time. Oh,